Guys, what's going on, baby? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, I'm so grateful. Again, as usual, I'm bringing it back to you today to talk about some Stephen Covey, Season 4, Episode 9, Standing for Something. You know what? I'm going to read some uh, a couple of things that I thought were pivotal in this specific chapter. Um, and then I'm going to tell you what exactly has happened over the course of these last 24 hours, which relates so much to this. And you know what? It's all about me standing for myself now. Me not bowing down to it. Me not saying, you know what? Okay, yeah, I'll go meet you. Although you were two and a half hours late and you did not keep your agreement about coming on time. Guys, standing for something, it's about like some value, right? So if you're going to have integrity, you have to have a core. Something has to be true within you. You can't work from the inside out. You have to work from the – what? I'm sorry. Wait. You can't work from the inside out if you don't even know what's inside. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Of course, this is right out of Stephen Covey's book. So you need to have a center. You need to have identified your values. You need to know what you stand for. That's basically what it comes down to. And I mean it's very, very difficult. Now, the thing is some things that I do say – um, probably would get me in trouble if I was doing, you know, if I was doing this or if I was doing that or, you know, it just all depends on what's going on in the world and whatnot. But, you know, I do stand for what I believe in. And so, of course, just, um, what is it? One of my students, to be honest with you, uh, two of my students, they contacted me through email and they said, hey, teacher, we're out here in Oneida, New York, which is probably, I don't know, about 45 minute drive east of Syracuse, New York. And, of course, these are girls that were just sitting on these chairs inside this classroom that I'm in right now. They said, man, we're in New York. But you know what? We don't like our job. The people are very rude to us. They don't like Thai students. And I say, yep, well, that sounds a lot like America. And you know what? I always think about it. I'm like, you know what? You're going to have to stand for something. You're going to have to stand. Whatever values you have in you right now, stand for them. Don't get walked over. That's number one. See, that's what I told them at my last job. I said, excuse me, what did you just say? You said I'm not good enough. Bye. Man, I've walked out of so many places so many times. There was one lady that said, oh, well, I don't think you can teach this. Boom. In my mind, I was like, this bitch is done. No offense to her. No, no pun intended. But I'm like, you know what? You're not ignorant. You're not this. You're just completely misguided, misinformed. And you've lost. Goodbye. Because I stand. Listen. All right. Here. I'm going to give you another story. Girl, yes, a girl. Her name is Who Cares. Now, she actually came out here. She's originally from the Honduras. She works in Mongolia. She came out here for holiday. I said, all right, all right, Monday, I'm free. We're going to meet up on Monday. She said, all right. She came Saturday. She did some things, came Sunday. I gave her a lot of pointers, what to do, do this, do that. And so then... Monday came around, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Monday's that day. I'm going to work out in the morning. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go see my friend. Oh, my God, this is going to be a wonderful day. And so here I am, had one of my students cancel. I said, oh, yes, freeze the monies. And so I got home, and I'm over here. I got me a little whiskey, and I'm over here sipping on some things, and I'm doing some things, cleaning up, and, you know, developing all these friendships that could develop even more, and, just get ready to see a friend from the Honduras. Next thing you know, 
she told me early in the day that she was going to another place. This place is way outside Bangkok, about an hour and a half away from Bangkok. And I'm like, okay, uh, why are you going all the way out there? I said, we have an appointment at 5 p.m. What time are you going to get back? She said, oh, don't worry, we'll get back on time. In my mind, I'm like, we're not going to meet. We're not going to meet. We're just not. And it's amazing because what ended up culminating was 5 p.m. And I'm like, send me a live location. I'm seeing where she is. And she's not, she hadn't even left yet. Next, you know, 5.30 comes around. She's in the city limits. But I told her that the traffic in the city, if you drive a car in the city, you're an idiot. It's going to take you one to three hours to even get around to different streets. It is completely jam-packed on the Pranakon side of Bangkok, which is the eastern side of the river. Western side is okay, but the eastern side is an absolute disaster of biblical proportions. I said, get out, take the train. Me, I didn't know what was going on at that time. I was just talking to friends. I was doing this and that, and I said, okay. Next thing you know, 6 o'clock rolled around. I'm like, I didn't really realize what was happening. But then she said, hey, I got to turn off my phone. I'll talk to you when I get to the hotel. I said, um, you're already one hour late. I'm saying in my mind. Next thing you know, 620 comes around. I said, I'm going to get in the shower. When I get out the shower and I don't get a message from her, I'm canceling. Boom, 630. I said, you're an hour and a half. I put a stop loss real quick. Why? Because I'm standing for what? Everything I've already read in this book. If I would have gone out yesterday, I would have lied to myself all along. My values, my beliefs, my everything, my trust, I would have lied to myself completely. Just because what? Just because someone else isn't on time and they can't keep their agreement? And this is why I keep people on the outer circle. Inner circle versus outer circle. These types of people who are undeserving of time deserve to be on the outer circle. And so... Next thing you know, she messages me like 16 times, and I'm like, nope, 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 not going to listen to you. The next day, she's like, uh, so good morning. I was like, yep, didn't want to message you last night because, uh, again, you weren't going to talk me into visiting you. That's all there is to it. I got tired around 6.45, and the next thing you know, I was in bed by 8. And she's like, oh, well, you could have done blah, 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 blah. She became, she got very nitpicking. I thought it was a joke, but she, she ended up being very nitpicking. Then she went to a job interview. They offered her money, and I was like, oh, okay, that's a good amount. She's like, well, that's much less than what I get paid in Mongolia. I was like, well, you can go stay in minus 40 for the rest of your goddamn life. Or you're going to get into these borders, get this job, and then develop from there. What is the problem? But I wasn't saying that. She just kept jumping from topic to topic. And then she said, uh, are you going to see me today? Uh, fuck No. You lost last night. What kind of a dumbass would I be? That's kind of like Tom Cruise getting, a, getting married, getting divorced, and getting remarried with the same fool-ass girl. I think that was the relationship. Do you guys know if that was the relationship? But that's the same thing. You think I'm going to cancel my class tonight to visit you only for you to be late a fucking again? And probably not even sh- – do you think I'm an idiot? You're a friend, not even a friend anymore. You're an acquaintance. You're below that. You're out the door. You lost last night. You didn't come. You didn't tell me. And then at 6.45, oh, no, hurry, hurry. I'm ready. Come on, let's go. No, no. I made up in my mind. I put, the put, I put the stop loss on it. Regardless of what you want, I'm not giving what you want. So 
What happens? Oh, I think you're selfish. Block. I don't tolerate that. I don't tolerate that whatsoever. Yeah, I'm so. And, and it's funny because uh, Arsenio, are you said no? No, I know exactly. Guys, be selfish. That's kind of like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the sun is cold. You, you know what I mean? It's like seriously ridiculous. But see, when people are so entitled, they believe that they can get whatever they want by oh yeah yeah by name calling yeah oh yeah now I'm really gonna visit you yeah. She was like, uh, it's either today or never. I was like, uh, bye, blocked. What are you, who, who the hell are you? You are the most entitled, spoiled brat I've ever met in my life. You completely messed up everything the night before. That was the introduction. You could not come through on the introduction. You were late. You wanted me to meet you two and a half hours later after the proposed time? Are you dumb? And so, guys, referring back to me, if I had gone, what would have that said about me? What would have that said about you? Now, those actionable steps, because I know a lot of you give in. Relationships or not, I'd be like, guys, if you can't make your time, first of all, if you overbook and you double book and you say, oh, I'm going to go here and then I'll see you later on tonight. Uh, I told you 5 p.m. Before this even happened, I told you 5 p.m. So what are you doing? What are you doing? No? Okay. Hey, that's your fault. That's a decision you have to live with. And I'm guessing all of this obviously had to happen for a reason because obviously we no longer talk anymore because that's just how it is. And those are just – again, this is why I keep people in the outer circle because this is just a hair flip. But you guys have to understand that you have to hold down your values and everything about you. Because I know a lot of you right now are saying to yourself, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. Okay, you're, you're three hours late, but I'll still meet you. You're two hours late. I'll still meet you. You're one hour late. You're, I'll still meet you. Guys, even my wonderful, illustrious content writer does that with another uh, one of her friends. And, you know, she's been wanting to meet her for a very long time and this and that. And I was like, hey, did she come? She's like, no, I've been waiting here two hours. I called her two times. She never picked up. I said, oh, my God, you're still there. Are you for reals? I don't tolerate that. I don't. And so when you guys talk about – you know you guys are probably asking, okay, outer circle, inner circle, what does that mean? Well, inner circle is the oxygen, everything that makes up for you, the people that you absolutely rely on. And it's not my family and it's not friends. I've never relied on friends ever. Now, I'm not saying you can now. Maybe you can. But you know what? Anytime toughs, uh, you know, times get really tough, your friends are never there. But when times are really good, guess who comes back around? Those people who float around on my Facebook – those aren't consider- – I don't consider them to be friends. Even my best friend, he's not considered my oxygen. He's not. He's on the outer circle because if he leaves, which he probably will, I don't know, 10, 20, 40, I don't care. I, I wouldn't even call him a best friend. He's just a, a, he's a friend I've known for the longest, okay? 20 years coming up next year. But at the same time, do I consider him to be a best friend? No because is he – if I end up going through hell on earth here and something tragically happens, is he going to be there for me? Oh, come on. Come on. Maybe you guys have friends that, okay, that's perfectly fine, but I'm just trying to tell you. The people in my circle, content writers, entrepreneurs, mentors, coaches, everyone who I know can give me that unbelievable feedback. On the outer circle, because I know they're never going to leave. The relationship, something's going to have to go unbelievably, terribly wrong for that relationship to end. And I just don't see that happening. So... This is why I make up that little inner circle. It's all the difference in the world for me. 
But a lot of you right now, you guys are just so scared of doing that. You're scared of categorizing some people because you're afraid of what they might think of you. But guess what? When your friend ends up leaving you, and of course we're going from standing for something to inner circle. This all still kind of relates. And your friend ends up leaving you and it feels like a part of you left. How do you feel? And then when he comes back, he accepts you, huh? It's kind of like my uh, one of my college buddies. You know, Elisa. She left me three pivotal times. Maybe more than three. Because, you know, develop the I'm angry at my dad's syndrome. I'm 16 years old. Whatever you want to call it. And last year, she left again because I canceled my trip to, uh, what is it, back home to America. Because, again, she ended up inviting uh, one particular individual on. They were going to end up being the third wheel. I was going to be all by myself. It was going to be the worst trip, and I would never speak to her again. So we didn't speak for seven months this time. And then she's like, is that the end of our friendship? Listen. You're on the outer circle forever. You're beyond the outer circle. You're on the Helios field right now. You're way beyond the solar system. If you leave, fuck off, bye. Because you've developed that. that that's, what, that's who you are. This is, what I, this is what you've been doing the past 12 years. So I never, ever put friends in my inner circle. Because sometimes friends are the most selfish and they just walk out. Now, a lot of you, hey, if you got those wonderful friends, keep them. Nurture them. Water them. A lot of you might be saying, well, you know, when you get older, would you like your friends to be, uh-uh, hell no. When I get older on death's bed or this or that, that's when the time will come. We got ten, we got a hell of a lot of, <laughs> boy, I've only been alive for 30 years. We got at least uh, two more of these to go. But at the same time, it's always great to reevaluate what's in your life. And then what's in your life, standing for something, something that you believe in, saying, you know what, I just don't believe you're that cool of a person. Or you know what, you're just too toxic for me. I got to get the hell out of this. That's called standing for something. And a lot of you need to start standing for something. So I want you to pinpoint three things or three areas or three friendships where you're like, you know what, you've done this far too many times. No longer become emotionally involved in that relationship and just push that person to the outer circle. I'm not talking about stop talking to them. No. I'm just saying if they decide to leave again, obviously it doesn't matter because they're on the outer circle. You won't even realize it. My, that girl in Australia, Joy, that I actually visited, what, three years ago? She disappears all the time. She comes around whenever she wants to come around. So did I make it finally decide what I'm going to do for my Spartan competition coming up in March? Yeah, I'm not going to Australia because she's undeserving of my time. You see what I mean? I'm just not doing – I'm not going to go around visiting outer circle friends anymore. I'm doing what's best for me. Had a friend just uh, message me, uh, my boy Ty. Love him to death. And he's like, hey, man, it looks like you're going to have to book your trip to Japan. And I'm saying to myself like, well, first and foremost, Japan, too difficult for me to go uh, just because you know what, visual reasons. And I already know what Japan – China and Korea. No no offense to China. I got Chinese folks listening to my podcast, but you guys know the situations out there in regards to, you know, color folks and stuff. I just don't want to put myself in those positions anymore. I think there's so much more world out there than Asia. All right. So going to Japan, do I want to spend an X amount of money to see someone who's not worth my time? Love him. Love him. But is he worth that money? Hell no. See what I mean? Would I much rather just say, hey, you know what? Let me do another uh, competition somewhere, blah, 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 blah. How about let me just save this money and get ready for Egypt in May? 
Or how about let me just reinvest this money into my business and setting up some Facebook ads or Instagram story ads. See what I'm saying? Hey, this is a decision that you guys are going to have to make. So, (sighs) after that rant, honestly, think about it. Just think about it. People who give you so much emotional this and, oh, she said this, she said that. Honestly, push them to the outer circle. Figure out who your inner circle is and keep it sh- keep it small and keep it tight. I mean real tight. And with that being said, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, baby. Stay tuned for the next one. Over and out. <laughs>